Before we get into the episode, we just wanted to say thank you to our audio listeners. If you're hearing this, that means you're listening to the audio only. We really appreciate you, especially if you're listening on Spotify, just because we have our podcast through Spotify for podcasts. Um, so if you're listening to that, you're helping us potentially get towards a place where we can have advertisers support the podcast. So thank you so much for that. Your support means the world to us. Um, and get ready because we just, we, we're recording this after the episode. We just finished. It's a doozy. Have a good time. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. We do not. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Sandra? Deirdre? What did we, I think it's Sandra, but Deirdre kind of. Deirdre's different. I like that. Yeah. Deirdre's good, right? Um, Sandra right. was like, where the fuck have you been, bitch? <laughs> um, mentally we ill is where we've in, been. Like, so... weeks. <laughs> uh, hello, and welcome back to Lyrical Smile. Today we're talking about Taylor Swift's fourth studio album, Red. So if you are interested in that, stick around. Hi, Raina. Hi, Brian. I'm I'm nervous about the Wi-Fi not being good, so we're gonna we're this is a tentative space. I'm trying something new. Um, but yeah, we haven't. How long has it been since we've recorded? A long time, to be quite honest. Three weeks. You. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, and I mean, it's been an awful couple of weeks. But that's why we haven't recorded. It's not because we haven't recorded. Yes. Although maybe it is. Maybe this will make us feel a lot better. But I feel pretty okay today. I've had a very rough couple weeks. So excuse me if I start crying mid-episode. It is red after all. Um. Yeah. If there's a time to do it on the pod, it's here. It's it's right now. Um. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot to talk about. It's been like three weeks, like we said. So I've just been writing stuff down over the three weeks to mention. So why don't we start with the songs we're currently obsessed with? Do you have Okay. One? So my song I've currently been obsessed with, I actually have some questions about. Like I feel like anybody's gonna know some shit about the song. It's you. That's so, so exciting. My song my music just shuffled the other day, and I never allow that because I have multiple playlists, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad by Halsey King. I love how you and think I, I know anything. But like okay. when the fuck did that song come out? Like where the okay. fuck? What that what I is that know. song about? So okay. I don't know what it's about. Um, yeah, I know... well, I mean, like when the fuck did this come out? Because I don't remember the song coming out. There was a thing that started. The earliest one I can remember is tw- in 2020, which is the same year as Manic, was Selena Gomez's Rare. How like the deluxe edition came out later than the standard edition. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. And it still it it makes a little bit more sense to me now, but it really didn't make sense to me then. So I think what happened was Manic just dropped a couple extra songs. Like uh Halsey had Be Kind with Marshmallow, um, something else, I think, at the time that was like massive. And they were like, okay, let's put out a deluxe album with a couple songs that didn't make the cut. And I'm Not Mad was one of those songs on the deluxe edition. It came out in like the summer-ish. And I don't like that song. 
but it's what not because are it's you a bad song. fucking talking about? This is the best. It's the best song. Oh, manic. I think my problem. Okay, with it... I haven't listened. I haven't listened to the manic all. I haven't. We're okay. gonna get because we're gonna get to that next. But Maybe panic for a second there. Fucking shit! If this if this song had been on manic, it would have been like it would have blown all the other songs out of the water. I fucking love this song. I, I can't believe I didn't hear it until recently. The reason I don't know it is because it's so catchy that I if I listen to it, it is one of those songs where it's like it will be stuck in my head for days. Like days of sure. weeks. I still wish you nothing but the best. Da, 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 da. And now it's gonna be stuck in my head. I it's so catchy. Get no rest, but when you do, I hope you dream of me. It's so good. No, you know you're hoping. Yeah, and it's so Holy catchy. Shit, like, but it's just it's like if it's you such need a earworm, song that's just gonna it makes me angry. I'm just saying, like, if you're listening right now and you need a song that's going to fucking make you feel like a bad fucking bitch. And okay. it just is so fucking catchy. Like I love a catchy song like that. Like when yeah. Shivers by a Sheeran came out. I that love shit, that song. Like Shivers. So I that's saying, like I don't, like, I don't love Ed Sheeran. Seriously. As we'll talk about later yeah. in this episode. Well, I, I love that song. Right. I love that I'm song. I'm just saying, like when Shivers came out by Ed Sheeran, I was like, Shape of You, who? Yes. Literally. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, holy fucking shit. And then Shape of You came on in, at work the other day. And I was like, oh my God, this song fucking still hits. I love it. It does. But it's like, it was so overplayed for a while. I'm like, I can't. And I, it's like Happy for sure. by Pharrell. I just needed some time. Um, well, now that I'm sick of Bad Habits, I like Shape of You again. <laughs> I never liked Bad Habits, to be honest. Yeah. So Yeah, Bad Habits opinion. is the, my least favorite. Yeah. Oh, I dropped my AirPod. But yeah. Um, but what's your so, song of the week bestie well, before we move on i want to talk about ed sheeran for a second because oh, um since we recorded first. last i got a job i'm working retail which is everyone's favorite um but they play uh, the radio station i talk about it all the time i talked to you about it recently it slaps it's a phenomenal playlist and they only play taylor's versions if they're playing like a song from red or, or like love story or uh, they play Message in a Bottle, which iconic taste. Am I right? Um, but yeah, they'll. I think they play Twenty Two as well, maybe. But they um they only play Taylor's version. So like, good on you. Did I dox myself? Did I say the store? I don't think I said the store. Did I? I, I don't think so. Maybe okay. just make it. Maybe, I'll, so maybe I'll check I'll, that back. Maybe I'll listen to this again and just make sure. Check it back. Just to make sure. Um. No, but <laughs> the clap was for you. <laughs> That's usually what you do. Is you dox everyone. <laughs> I know how off brand for us. <laughs> um, but they, they play like quite a bit of Ed Sheeran. And the one song they played from Equals, I think was the last one. It was Gonna Stop the Rain. Hey. However, that goes. That one. That one's okay. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite by him, but I don't know that good. song, which means I don't like it, probably. Period. <laughs> um well. My song of the week, actually, because like I said, I wasn't doing too great. And on the first day where I started to kind of feel like myself again and feel a little better, um, I listened to a playlist I have called Pure Adrenaline, which is just like bop after bop after bop after bop. Like no thinking, just vibes, just music, just fun. And it's perfect for like a sunny day, windows down, driving down the highway to the beach or something. I love it. I call, It's called Pure Adrenaline. And a song that came on that just particularly hit and made me so happy was WAP 
like Hardy B and Megan the Stallion. I'm sorry, but yes. <laughs> why is it? Why is it I'm the cha- best song ever? I'm changing mine. That's my song of the week too. Forget everything I said. That's the best song. It's, it is, so good, and I I feel like people are gonna think I'm trolling. I'm not. It is so good, and the fact that anybody had a, I mean, I get why some people might have a problem with it, but if anybody says it's a bad song, they're lying. It's so good. I honestly, I have pictures on my wall. I'm gonna see if I can like reflect it in my phone. Yeah, yeah. I have pictures on my wall over there. Like I did in my old apartment. And one of the pictures was WAP and I didn't put it back up. And I'm thinking I'm going to put it back up. Yes. Because what a song. Like, I just want to say like I put the song on the other day in the car and my boyfriend wasn't into it. And he's wrong for that. And I hate him now for that. <laughs> and, I, and that's that. Like, And it's over. And, I can't. Um, this is the formal, formal announcement. Perfect um, timing because... um. Oh, like we were about to single. We're about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, okay, so that's so funny because we were talking about like how are we gonna address it on the podcast? Yeah. As if like, well, oh my god, like it's still rumors, but it's basically confirmed at this point. Yeah. Because it's been so like it's been so long since we last recorded. Um yeah. I hope she's well. I hope he's well. Yeah. And I don't wanna get too much into it. Yeah, because no. I feel like people being like the next album's gonna be so good. Like that's it's insensitive, but I did laugh when people said it that's about it. So that's what I'm I like... don't exactly. No, that's the thing I don't like is I don't like the speculation and you know people trying to go. Oh, the next album's gonna slap. And like um, it's gonna slap no matter what. Even while we yeah. were together, Give she was fucking minute. writing slapping slap tunes, slapping tunes. <laughs> Put that I on gotta shirt. go. I'm ending. We're, we're renaming the podcast Slapping Tunes. <laughs> That's so good. This is my last episode. <laughs> Slapping Tunes with just Brian and this pink Just Yoshi. Brian. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Yeah. So Bob is great. So good. I love Maybe it. Like, so there's happy. not a single moment of the song where the energy is like dropped. Like, you're ready for each fucking line because each one is like. This no, is a good one. It's better than the last. This better is a than good the last. One. I love and the right in this Swift. little garage. That's my favorite part. I love that part. And it's so early in the song, and there's so many good parts. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna pull up the lyrics, but I feel like I need to do a dramatic reading. Of... Please, 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 please. Um, because some of this is so. First off, I'm. It's so explicit. I'm gonna do a little bit of um some the megan one of megan's verses because i do love meg we just call her meg not megan meg she says gobble me swallow me drip down the side of me (laughs) quick jump out for i let it get inside of me i tell him where to put it never tell him where i'm about to be i run down on him before i have a mm, running me talk your shit bite your lip Ask for a car while you ride that dick. Period. You ain't never gotta fuck him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he he already made his mind up before he came. So good. And it's um, the la- like when she talks about paying his tuition, pay my tuition just for pictures. He she bought first a off, phone just for pictures. <laughs> yeah, literally. This- my ass Wait. pussy. <laughs> oh, pay my tuition. Is it like pay my tuition just to kiss me? 
on this. Yeah. So, oh, pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. So good. And here's the thing. Next time you feel like, oh, like this, this college class is really hard. Meg the fucking stallion did that while also making hits like this. This song should still be number one. I love it so much. How long has this song been like out? It, I feel like it was 2020. I might be wrong though. Because that's like, that was when we were all having a moment. Let's see. Yeah, 2020. August. August 2020. So it's almost three years. And I don't think the world's been the same since. Nope. Nope. That was well, the shift. Literally, but <laughs> crazy. That's the reason the price of eggs went up, actually. So. <laughs> anyway. Not um, that kind of eggs. So I really want to talk about <laughs> something, <laughs> something else real quick. Um, Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Slade. I want to talk about her because when I heard about this, I knew I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. We because we were, have been gushing over this divorce EP from her. Oh, for sure. Because it's incredible, of course. Um then she performed on I she hosted and performed at an award show. I don't remember. I feel like it was the CMT awards, but Essentially, at the beginning, she made a speech about gun violence in America and in schools, especially. And then later in the show, she performed a song with drag queens when Republicans and conservatives, I don't want to say Republicans, conservatives and extremists are like putting all of that hate onto Mm. drag queens and not demonizing. What's the word I'm thinking of? I maybe maybe demonizing I don't know like making it seem like it's the worst thing in the world as if it's not just people having fun wearing wigs and pretty sparkly dresses like performing performing (laughs) doing what they love like mind your fucking business so and the song is her current single that she's pushing it's if if you you go go down, down I'm going down too which by the way I listened to it like the recording of it and it sounds like a song by the chicks from like the late nineties, like the production. It's incredible. Oh, there you go. It's so it's right wild. Up your alley, then. I know. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I know how how they did it, but like it was just so like cool to hear a song that came out in 2022 sound like it's a chick song from the nineties. Like it's awesome. Um, and I really like that one. So really proud of Kelsey. Love you, Kelsey. We yeah, fucking stand. Are you Definitely. kidding? Because the EP shook my core, which we've talked about on the podcast. I had no idea it was happening. You sent me the short film. I watched it, and I have not been the same. It's so good. Oh, my God. And so I'm I just really proud say, of her. Like, I just want to say overall that we've been sleeping on Kelsey Ballerini. Because Absolutely. we knew, like, I knew personally from her first album that I was going to like her music because mm-hmm. she is a storyteller and... She's got the song Peter Pan. I really love that song on her first... I think that was her first album. Yes, it is. But, like, I I don't know. Like, because I don't like country. I don't ever, like, just go listen to her music. And I feel like that's a mistake. Because at least yeah. every album has at least one or two songs I'd probably listen to a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think I know at least one song from every single album of hers now. Mm, I think but, so, um, too. 
when she came on the scene with Love Me Like You Mean It, my brother oh, was yeah. going through a country music phase. So we were listening to a lot of country music radio. And it was the summer where she started blowing up because of that song. And then Dibs came out later that summer. Mm-hmm. But she was like blowing up because of Love Me Love Me Like You Mean It. And I love that song. And I just, I, it's so fun. And she's a Swifty. And I need her on a vault track. Yes. Please. Or on like a new track. I still feel like my first thought when Taylor started re-recording her music was she's going to get nostalgic and go back and do a, a new country album. I kind of thought that was going to happen. And if that happens, I need Kelsey Ballerini on it. Just saying. Anyway. Yes. Um. Okay. So let's talk about the album read by Taylor Swift. It was released on October 22nd, 2012. It spent seven weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 album. Billboard 200 albums chart. She became the second act ever since the Beatles to have three consecutive albums spend at least six weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 albums chart. This album is certified seven times platinum in the U.S. by the Recording Industry Association of America. My best friend. Um, It had seven singles, technically. I did these notes three weeks ago so i'm a little rusty the first single the lead single of course is we are never ever getting back together it was released august 13th 20 what 2012 everyone remembers where they were or at least i do um it peaked at number one on the billboard hot 100 and is certified six times platinum by the riaa the second single begin again was released on october 1st 2012 It peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 and is certified platinum in the U.S. The third single, I Knew You Were Trouble, was released on November 27th, 2012. It peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 and is certified seven times platinum in the U.S. The fourth single, 22, was released March 12th as a single, 2013. It peaked at number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100 and is certified three times platinum in the U.S. Red was the was his fifth now fifth single it was released as a single on june 24th 2013 peaked at number six on the billboard hot 100 and is certified two times platinum in the u.s the sixth single everything has changed featuring ed sheeran was released on july 14th 2013 it peaked at number 32 on the billboard hot 100 and is certified two times platinum in the u.s And finally, the seventh and final single was The Last Time featuring Gary Lightbody and was released November 4th, 2013. I just want to say, um, on October 22nd, 2012, bright and early in the morning, because I was so excited for this album, I listened to this album for the first time through the iTunes previews. Oh, clicking the little thing and listening to like the 30 seconds of the song or something Um, because we were going to go get the CD from Target later that day but it was like the morning I didn't want to wait and I remember hearing 22 and I think something in my brain chemistry changed and that's when I found out I was gay no I'm kidding it's just that's (laughs) you're like oh wow it all makes sense oh it all makes sense no it's a great song and I just love it Um, it's so good but same as when we did Fearless, 
I have my little Taylor's version chart here talking about how I feel about each Taylor's version and whether I think it is an improvement, comparable, rough, or egregious. Charm. Um, and that's my little, that's my little spiel. I like I'm that. just getting into it. Thank you. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's talk about state of grace. I said something the other day to my boyfriend that I feel I still stand by, weirdly enough. And I, I don't know if you're going to, I don't think anyone's going to agree with me on this because it's objectively wrong, but it's just how I feel in my brain. State of Grace and Treacherous are not Taylor Swift songs. Like, I know that they are, but there's nothing else in her discography that sounds anything like these songs. And for some reason in my brain, they're like, they are contained to this album and that's it. And they're not really Taylor Swift songs. They're just songs on red. And I can't explain it any better than that. I don't know. I'm wrong, like I said. But that's just I could I say that about different songs on this album. Okay. Can you do you want to get into it now or should we wait until we get to those songs? Um, I'll say, you know what, like I mean, everybody already probably knows what my least favorite song on this album is, but I definitely want to say Starlight is not a Taylor Swift song. Okay. It is a not good song. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> and I want to say, like, what was the other song I was just thinking about? I don't remember. Was it Everything Has Changed? Or is that the one that's... No, I was thinking more like Girl at Home. Yeah. That's like, it's just like, what are these songs? Like, these are not Taylor Swift songs. But at the same time, like, Anything before Midnight's, there is no song that I'm like, that, I'm going to pretend like this song, song doesn't exist. There's a few songs that are like that, and Starlight is one of them, that I'm like, I'm going to pretend like this song isn't a Taylor Swift song, because I don't like it. And I like all of Taylor Swift songs. And there's like, not even five Taylor Swift songs that I'm like, we're going to pretend like those don't exist, because I don't like yeah, them. Literally. And Starlight's one of them. So fascinating and i love everything taylor does every sound you can think of and i vibe mm. with everything she's on so far everything besides like a few songs so that's pretty impressive i think like for your range of music just saying like no i genuinely like that i'm not like forcing myself to listen to it yeah well and here's the thing state of grace and treacherous are like some of my favorite songs on the album mm-hmm so even though it's I not saying that you don't say, like them, yeah, they just don't feel like Taylor Swift songs to me. So that's where that's where I am with that. But State of Grace is a really, really great opener. I love the lyric. Um, couple lyrics: Twin fire signs, four blue eyes. That is so good. Like, who the fuck comes up with that? Exactly. Um, so I would say that whole second. The whole yeah. second verse, I would say, from start to finish, is gorgeous. The bridge yes. is gorgeous too, but the I have the lyrics pulled up. Luckily, so you were never a saint, and I loved in shades of wrong. You learned to live with the pain, mosaic broken hearts, which I, I think um. I I think what people get that wrong is they always say mosaic of broken hearts, and I don't think that's right. It's no, mosaic it says, broken hearts. So the second, so that's the pre-chorus. So the first, second verse is, you come around and let the armor fall, pierce the room like a cannonball. The fake now British all, accent. 
Sorry. Yeah. No. Here's I don't the have room like a cannonball now. All we know. I'm triggered, Oliver. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. Now all we know is don't let go. We are alone, just you and me, up in your room, and our slates are clean. Just twin fire signs for blue eyes. And then the part Brian just sang. And then she finishes it with, but this love is brave and wild. I, I want to go back to the mosaic broken hearts for a second. Yes. Because yeah. it's not saying like you have a mosaic of broken hearts. It is saying that your heart is broken, but in a beautiful way. Where it's just pieces that have been shattered and then put together to make a beautiful piece of art. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so pretty. And I just think it's such it's a misunderstood lyric. And I just, I think it's, because it talks about how, like, you can be broken, but worthy of love. Yeah. And I think that's so, like, it's, I love this song, but it's not a Taylor Swift song. I don't get it. But I love it. And I think it's a perfect way to open the album. And I've never listened to the acoustic version, so... When she You've never listened to it? I think I have, but I, I didn't, like... It's not. I love the production on the original, so I don't mm-hmm. really. I don't listen to the acoustic version. I don't even have it saved on Taylor's version, um, because I would. I just wouldn't listen to it. But I love this song, and I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to add before we move. Nope, on. that's right. good. Let's hop into. I love this one. Oh wait, shit, shit. Sorry, I want to. State of Grace. I have as comparable um, in terms of like improvement, comparable, rough, egregious. I have State of Grace as comparable. Okay. Now onto Red. I love this song. And I think I've always loved this song. But what really made me love this song was Taylor's version. Because I feel like I got to listen to it and really appreciate all the little intricate details of it. You know, mm-hmm. the guitar solo in Taylor's version hits much harder, and the production on the it sounds identical to the original. So really happy with that. And this is one of Taylor's versions where I'm like, real, I'm like very happy with it. And that's good. Yeah, I I listened to Red Taylor's version as well when we were doing this, like for the past couple weeks, just to hear how I felt about certain songs and my opinions have not changed on certain songs and my opinions have changed on certain songs. So I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. But I think the song is just so passionate and it's just a great country song. And obviously like one of the greatest callbacks of all time was daylight when she talks about, I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden like daylight. Exactly. And it's just, that's why I feel like having her diary as something that's been released to the world is so unique and special is because she can talk about how she used to view love and how she doesn't feel that way anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, yeah, I love this song. Like I said, the guitar solo hits the, oh, losing him was blue like I never know. So good. Um, 
I don't know what you want to add, but I'm here to listen. What do I want to add about Red? It's incredible. I really love Red. It's a great song. Um, Austin Butler did a dramatic reading of the Red lyrics. What? I don't know if it was called a dramatic. It's not a dramatic reading, but he did like a a poetic reading of it. And I don't know where or what he did it for, but it's probably on YouTube. He did that recently. I will be so, looking into that, it seems. Definitely check that out. So he did that very recently. So in like his new voice and everything. So <laughs> it was nice. Um, seriously, though, but like the lyrics in the song are beautiful. Paints a gorgeous picture like pretty much every al- song on this album does. Of like, course. It, I don't know. Like we all knew with Taylor's version of this album coming out like we're gonna be ugly fucking throwing up crying over the shit like and for the most part she stuck the landing with taylor's version for me for this album i would say like there's a few that i disagree with that statement but the red taylor's version like it's incredible this song is really good so i put this one as comparable because i don't consider it an improvement because i still think the original is amazing um but it's like comparable in like a good way and like I'm not disappointed by it. Um, yeah, Red. I just I like this song a lot, and I think it's it's a classic. It okay. is. Let's now let's talk about the song that she sang as the surprise song for us on the Reputation Stadium tour, "Treacherous." That's right. Absolutely. Well, "Treacherous" is iconic to me. Iconic. I love this song. And I still stand by, I'm pretty sure she did not sing Treacherous when she was in Philly when I went. I'm pretty sure that it was one of the songs that got cut because it was a we had a really bad thunderstorm and she ended up not going on for two hours until mm-hmm. like she went on like hours late. On so I feel tour, like she yeah. cut a couple songs and I really think Treacherous was cut. I don't remember her singing it. So the fact that she sang it in Philly as a surprise song on Reputation Job yeah. is super fucking lit. I loved yeah. it. Um but I, it's such a gorgeous song. I, I think Taylor's version of the song made it even better if it was possible. But Treacherous always was in my top five, for sure. Okay. Okay. It never swayed out of that range. I yeah. love the bridge of the song. Two headlights shine through the sleepless night And I will get you, get you alone That's great. That's great. I fucking love it. Um. So yeah. But the, the chorus did... are saying this. You're good. Sorry. You're okay. She says this slope is treacherous. This path is reckless. This slope is treacherous and I like it. Like, I just really love how beautiful this song is, but it's it's the same kind of vibe of like, I forget what I was about to say, but uh, yeah, I forget what I was going to yeah. say. I was, was going to say. I love this song. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song for sure. Uh, the way the way I was gonna say is the reason she did treacherous for us at the Reputation Stadium tour was because during the meet and greets someone went in with a treacherous tattoo, like a tattoo with a lyric from that song. Ah. And so she was like, "Well, that's the song I'm gonna do tonight then." And thank you to that person because it's such it was so Seriously. special. And I don't know. I feel like there's a couple songs by Taylor. That we'll get into in just a couple minutes. 
but it's like fans slash locals have taken them so it's like they weren't technically singles but fans and locals have been like well this is like it's the basic answer now if you're like oh my favorite taylor swift song is blank if it's like cruel summer you're basic okay we know yes so and i i feel like i'm so thankful that treacherous is not that because i feel like it could so easily become that because of how beautiful and amazing it is but i love that Mm. it's still kind of special um in that way a song on this album that i feel got that treatment yeah we'll get into it in a moment but i don't know it's just like i love the song and i'm so it's i'm so thankful that we can kind of like still gatekeep it a little bit like people aren't like obsessed with it but we can be obsessed with it and that's enough anyway (laughs) um next up is the first of the three big pop songs on the album next up is i knew you were trouble and um of the three big pop songs, we know I love pop music like that. Of the three, this is my least favorite. And I think it is aged very poorly. Not like lyrically, because lyrically it's still amazing. Mm-hmm. I think the production has aged poorly. And I didn't, yeah. I never really listened to it. So when Taylor's version came out, I was like, this doesn't sound right. And then I listened to the original. And I was like, oh, no, it sounds right. It just wasn't great then either. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, I'm shook because I love Max Martin. But obviously everyone makes mistakes. Um, and I just think this song, it was a risk. And it has become memefied. And I, I like it. I enjoy it for sure. I think the production could use an upgrade, though. Um, and I'm a little sad that Taylor's version didn't take the take the opportunity to upgrade it in such a way you know for sure but i love the freaking the second verse um i don't remember it shoot it's um i'm so sorry everyone give me one second um no apologies he'll never see you cry pretend he doesn't know that he's the reason why you're drowning I heard you moved on from whispers on the street. A new notch in your belt is all I'll ever be. And now I see how he was long gone when he met me. And I realized the joke was on me because I knew you were trouble when you walked in. So shame on me now. Like lyrically, it's obviously still a great song, but I just think the, I think the production, it's just dated. Agreed. I also That's don't really vibe with the, like the core, like the chorus, but like the oh, like that whole thing because it was beamed so hard. I don't yeah. know, like I don't know what could say that ruined it for me, but it's hard. The, the next song that would remind me of the, what she was going for production wise with that song, like I want to say like dancing with her hands tied, or it has that kind of like EDM. I was gonna say, don't blame me. Yeah. yeah like that yeah and it's also track four um i feel like that's that's what i would think of. and obviously don't blame me has actually become one of those songs that i was just talking about where it's like it's the basic answer mm-hmm. you know which sucks because it's a great song but sometimes i don't know we talked about this on the podcast before but it feels weird to be like oh the single is my favorite song on the album and i feel like when people 
claim a song in the way that they did for Don't Blame Me or Cruel Summer. It like feels weird being like, oh, that's my favorite song on the album because it feels like it's a single at that point. Yeah. Because it's everyone's favorite, you know? I don't know. But why was I talking about that? Oh, Don't Blame Me. The Anyway, I just wish the production could have used an upgrade. So I think I said that it was comparable in my notes. Yeah. Oh, no, I said rough. But I feel like it's comparable because I feel like even the original version, like, oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I just remembered why I said it was rough. But it's because Girlie don't sing on beat anymore. Yeah. And that song is real bad in terms of her being offbeat a lot, which is crazy because it's an e- like basically an EDM song. So the beat is super important. So the fact that she's not singing on beat is very frustrating. For sure. Um, that, that's the only difference. Like, I wish the production could have been upgraded and plussed, but I'm not taking off points for that. I'm taking off points because the producer didn't, like, shift her vocals a little bit to make sure she was on beat. Yeah. Like, come on. All Too Well is the song that I was referring to, if you couldn't guess. When I was mm. talking about everyone being like, oh, it's, like, my favorite Taylor Swift song, where I'm like, you're basic, but you're also kind of right. Like... And it pisses me it's off. It's one of those ones where, like, you hate you hate to admit it. I hate to admit it because I just hate. I hate that the people can be basic but also correct. Like, yeah, feels wrong to me. But yeah, oh, I have um, these are Olive Garden mints from the other night. Oh, they gave us like a whole little cup. Hell yeah! And she got a generous tip for that. <laughs> But it was so good. Um, all too well. They're like the Andes, right? Yes, they're like I think they're literally yeah. They have Andes on top. What? That's so great. Good. It's just what's what's a better way to finish a meal than a little sweet treat? And I've been finishing every meal with them for a couple of days now. You you need to. So good. It's not it's not a fucking meal without a sweet treat afterwards. And Olive Garden knows the that. Fuck, they're looking out for they, us. And um, thank fucking God, like, what else will we do? Like, go somewhere else to get a treat? No Come one on. else is looking Buy out the for treat. us. This comes with the bill. So, my thing about All Too Well is it is one of the best songs on the album. It is one of her best songs, but I cannot separate the ten minute version from the original version so when i rank this i'm going i am going off the 10 minute version and i okay. know that's not what you wanted and that's not it is not it's correct not what the, the game is but <laughs> it's not what this podcast i know that's like not what the fuck this is all about but where i ranked it it's where i'm ranking what the song stands for in my mind which is I cannot listen to the original version because something is missing from it because it is okay. the 10-minute version now in my brain. So where I ranked it is my relationship to the song itself, which is in my brain the 10-minute version. But we'll okay. we'll count it as the original version. But keep that right. in mind. That okay, noted. I This um... is a... It's more than just a song to me. It is a yes. fucking entity of its own. And I, I love that the song has become more than that. I yeah. will say, I love both versions. I think the 10-minute yeah. version adds so much story and meaning behind it. And I just love that. And I love the way it's carried out. I will say, 
there is a time and a place for the original version though like for the shorter version agree that doesn't mean the stolen version it can be the original taylor's version right yeah but it's just there's something about like a tight five minutes where i'm like in and out you get the emotional trauma but you don't sit through the birthday party and you don't um you're missing some extra context but something about like the tight five and a half minutes it just works so that's what i'm ranking i'm just saying we how how many years did we have just the five minutes before you know like Like, basically it's not yeah and it was and it was the same type of deal with the song where it was like it clearly stood apart from the rest of the album literally you know like i don't know like there there are some other songs that sound like we're gonna get to them very soon actually like that i fucking really like those songs but all too well is kind of its own fucking thing now and yeah it's hard to compare them it's hard to compare them in that way but yeah but yeah and we could go all day about lyrics and what we love about the song you know but like for me like they're like and all i can really say is like the part that's always fucking is in my head is like towards the end of the song when she says like did the love did the love affair maim you too like that part and when she's like that whole part like where it just is like when she's like all too well like that at the end like i just that shit like because it's really like throughout the whole thing like that's what's kind of echoing in what's going on yeah and i just love how it all ties together it's so fucking beautiful (laughs) i love um yeah i love the here we are again in the middle of the night we're dancing around the kitchen in the refrigerator light it's Mm. just so mundane but beautiful and i love songs like that like that do that I, I remember I kind of disassociate from All Too Well sometimes just because it is like, it seems like the basic choice now. Ooh. Right. But as I right before Taylor's version, like she, I think it was the day that she was announcing the vault tracks, like what they were, like with the with the decoding, like word search thing. Um, I was listening to the album and I heard All Too Well again and I was like really listening to it. And I was like, wow, it's like, sometimes I forget because it is like such a basic choice, but it is just such an incredible song. And I just, I do love it. I think it deserves the world. Um, You call me up again just to break me like a promise. So casually cruel in the name of being honest. I'm a crumpled up piece of paper lying here because I remember it all too well. Like... Ma'am, this is your fourth album. You sandwiched this between fucking I Knew You Were Trouble and 22, really? That's another thing with this album is like the track listing, especially in this part. The whiplash. It's whiplash after whiplash after whiplash after whiplash. It's so insane. I I love this album, though. And I love the song. Now, if you're ready to move on, you know I'm ready to move on. I have said this every single, not every single, but a lot of times when we talk about like pop music on this podcast, where I'm like, I gravitate towards like the poppier songs on an album. And I said, y'all are going to be so mad when 22 is my number one. Oh, we do red. Mm-hmm. 
love this song. I love this song. It changed me and it continues to change me to this day. Um, by the way, I have all too well Taylor's version as like comparable. This one I have as just rough. I would have had it as, as egregious, but I listened to it again recently and I think I was too hard on it before. It's just rough because it's not as good as the original, but it's passable, I think. Right. Like in a way, like if I, if I have to listen to it, I will. Like if it comes on, on like the department store radio, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be mad. But like, I just love the original so much. And there yeah. is a difference. And I, this song, like I said, it changed me. Um, and I just, I think it's, I think it's one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. Like just period, end of sentence. And I know that's like super insane to say because like we just talked about All Too Well. But yeah, it's just, I think it's, it is so fun lyrically melodically with the production the vibe the fucking music video i think it's just like borderline a perfect song in my opinion and i saw a tweet that was talking about how this song only went to number 20 on the billboard hot 100 but it be it was a cultural moment like it's not it's not one of her biggest hits it's not her most commercially successful but every time someone turns 22, somebody sings this song to them. It's a, it is a cultural like moment. Yeah. It, she changed that number forever just by writing a mm-hmm. silly little pop song. And I think that is just so fucking iconic. And I just, are you still song. 22 or are you 23? I turned 23 in March. Yeah. So, okay. You're so no longer sad. 22. But, um, but, but yeah. 22, like, I don't remember how mentally I was doing at 22. Probably not the best. I, I wasn't great, but it was really cool knowing, you know, yeah. I was at my <laughs> Knowing that I was 22. Age. Yeah, no, 22 was probably, like, once. my worst year. Um, Well, one of my worst years. <laughs> it was real bad. Yeah. But, but hey. There's a lot fun. of, there's, like, some key years, but, yeah. It didn't take the song. 24. I'm 24 now. Like, there's nothing going on for 24-year-olds. But you're almost at your speed limit birthday. When you turn 25, you got to go take pictures under a 20, like, speed limit 25 sign. You'll do that with me? Um, Where? Where I won't also be 25, but we can go find a speed limit 25 sign. I'm sure there's probably one on your street. Yeah, that's... Maybe. Yeah, so, like, we can have a grand old time. But, like, that's, like, a thing I heard, like, People are like, oh, after you turn 21 or now 22, there's no more like important, like special birthdays. And someone was like, so speed limit birthdays where you just go have a photo shoot at a speed limit sign. That <laughs> is pretty sick. 25. Yeah, we can do that. I would absolutely be down. Um, I'll be your photographer. That'd be great. <laughs> but 22 yes. is a bop. I love the song. That's all. And then um, Whiplash again to I Almost Do. How do you feel about I this fucking, song? I fucking love I Almost Do. It's not Period. ranked as high as you'd think it would be because there are so many good songs on this album. Mm-hmm. But this song is fucking crushing. The song mm-hmm. crushes me. I was a major sulker in my youth and I spent lots of time pining away and never really telling people how I felt. 
So I would literally just sit here. Like I used to say, like, what was the song? Until Your Mind by Demi Lovato. <laughs> like I very clearly remember myself sitting here crying over some guy that doesn't fucking know I exist thinking about him while listening to this fucking song. I just imagine you like shrunk down with the rosy cheeks and a lollipop in your hand a lollipop bitch like I was not like seven (laughs) oh my god I had the most fucking dramatic ass relationships when I was in fucking high school (laughs) and like I remember I remember like crying to this fucking song thinking that i was relating to it and like it's not i was not no i was a child <laughs> i love this song it's this the, song um it's the funniest shit no i love this i fucking love yeah. this song it's so good you mentioned um that it's not like super high up on your ranking but i will say uh, i paused my ranking I'm sure. I'm and i took like a couple it. hours oh my god oh my god oh my god it is high up on my ranking i fucking <laughs> lied I fucking I had to pause my my ranking. I did like my bottom nine. Yeah. I did my bottom nine and I was like, I need to pause because the top 10 were so tough. And it's like, yeah. And you'll hear that with our rankings. Please be gentle because like it was really hard. And I was, I was saying to you the last time I had this much trouble with a ranking was speak now. So thanks Taylor. Um, there's, it's just too good. My, my top 10 is fucking spot on. I think. Like all of them are I will, just I, impeccable. I fucking yeah, seriously. I'm so excited to get to that. So part. <laughs> we're like we're part of the we're like a fraction of the way through the list. I'm like, can we just get to the ring? <laughs> we can like speed it up a little bit. <laughs> but just, I almost do it's one of those songs fine. I sing the harmony like the whole way through. And um yeah. just because I think it sounds so nice. Um Yes, and it's it's more in my range to sing the harmony, and I, I just love singing along to Taylor like that. So that's another that's something I find really I wanna, special about this song. I want to look at the lyrics really quick, just because it's so fucking good. Absolutely. Um, All right. Let's see. I bet this time of night the you're bridge. still up. Oh, let's skip to the bridge. Yes. No. Yeah. The all of it, but the bridge. Oh, we made quite a mess, babe. It's probably better off this way. And I confess, babe, in my dreams, you're touching my face and asking me if I want to try again with you. And I almost do. And the chorus is, I just want to tell you, it takes everything in me not to call you. And I wish I could run to you. And I hope that you know that every time I don't, I almost do. Like, like, hello? Like, I'm sorry, she was 22 writing this? I'm fucking crushed. <laughs> My she heart wrote this one by broken. herself. It seems it's so good because it's it's. This is one of her middle of the night songs for sure. Yeah, like this is. You're so be. right. You're so right for that because it has to be. It is in my head. Like it's like she's in the middle of the night thinking about somebody and like, how do I get over this? I write a song about it, and this is the song. And. I feel like it kind of gets lost in the sauce for me a little bit sometimes because it's in between 22 and we are never ever getting back together, which are like God tier Taylor Swift songs to me. Like, why did she fucking do this? Like, why did she make these sad fucking songs and put them? She's like, I'm another bop. And now you're going to cry. And now there's a bop. You're going to throw up. There's a bop. 
you're gonna jump off a cliff like literally like that's how and that last one to jump off the cliff was stay 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 no (laughs) no we're gonna get to it no stay 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 is like i'm gonna stay 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 on some train tracks and let them (laughs) let myself get run over Anyway, I almost do slaps. On to We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Um, oh, hold on. We are I mean, not as far along as I thought we were. No, we're not at all. <laughs> I almost do. I said was comparable. We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, I said, yes. was egregious. That's my first egregious of the bunch. Fucking ter- terrible. It's a terrible Fucking Taylor's terrible. version. I'm so sorry, sweetie. It's literally, it's, she literally went on YouTube, found a fucking karaoke version, and did not try at all. I'm just yep. No, it's like, tough. So it's... bad. So bad. It's I don't bad. know why the wee sounds so much different now. It's it so does. fucking like it's comical Jarring. how bad it it's is. It's comical. <laughs> it's um it's like I, I've never seen Game of Thrones. But what I know of Game of Thrones is in the last season there's like brutal character assassination for like a fan favorite character. I feel like that's what happened to this song. She got Daenerys. Mm. Okay. And because this song was like massive. The song was everywhere. The song's a hit, a bang. This song was bit and this was my first album that I was a fan like for the release of. This is the first mm-hmm. one. I don't I didn't stay up till midnight to listen to it, but I did listen to it like the next morning. Most of it before I could go to school, like it did my best to like listen to it before I went to school. But I remember, I think I was a freshman in high school. You might have to. What year did this album come out? Twenty twelve, October twenty twelve. All right, no, I was in. Oh my god, I remember now. I was in eighth grade. Okay. Because I made cupcakes, um, for school, and I put for four red M and M's on them. Yes. I made four red M&M's on each one because it was our fourth album and it was red. That is so cute. I freaking can't. And I was fucking, and everyone was like, all right, Raina, as they ate their cupcakes, (laughs) like, all right, fucking psycho, thanks for the cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the cupcakes and shut up. I was so fucking excited. Like, Betty Crocker, like, fucking (laughs) did that shit for me. Oh my god, so cute with the red M and M's too. Though that's a, that's a nice touch. Four of them, a brilliant touch. Thank you so much. I wish so I was much. in your class. I feel. Me too. We would have been I'm make, friends. I'm gonna make banana bread after. We this, were friends. So... We were friends. I didn't know. I knew you at this point. We were. Yeah, Wait we a absolutely... minute. Did we? No. No. It was very soon. after It was very that. soon after. Very soon after. We came, we became friends like a few months after this album came out. Yeah. Our friendship is almost as old as this album. It's 10 years. Wait. Yeah, basically 10 we years. We gotta do something really... We gotta do something special for our anniversary. We'll just make up our a Our friend anniversary. Fr- Did it we'll get like a pass? cake. I don't know. Who knows? When did we do Greece? Wait, so if we became friends... if It was probably the spring of 2013. So yeah, about 10 years. We'll get a cake. Oh my gosh, so we're... We should do some like a special episode of the pod. Well, next week is game for night. Our anniversary. Yeah. Next, so 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 next week we'll do we'll do something special for it then. Cute. Maybe we'll do like an in-person pod too. Yes. Yes. I'm off on Thursday. I know that for sure. <laughs> you mean tomorrow? <laughs> I like drop everything now and just 
And next week. Okay. We'll I'm see about next week. I'm not, I'm not off tomorrow. It, basically, I should have said that. But, okay. So it doesn't well, matter. Well, we'll come back to it. <laughs> We're like a, a third now. of the way through this rank. Yeah, we got a Zoom Zoom, but we are never ever going to get back together. Working man. Is a bop. Is a bop, but... Bop, but the re-record is a flop. Thank you. That was so that. succinct. Thank you for that. Um, I have no stay, problem. stay, stay. Stay, stay, stay. I said it was rough. So that's basically a three out of four. Um, four is the worst, of course. Um, so rough. But you're just you just mean the re-record, not like the song itself. Correct, correct. I think the song is okay. it's fine. It's not like it's not her best work. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's cute. I think it's uh, among mm. paper rings, but I feel like I like this song more than I like paper rings. Um, I I swap that. I I love paper rings. I do not okay. care for this song. As I like paper rings much. too. Yeah. This one, it's tough because it's like, it's so cute. What I will say, and the thing I hate the most is we all love Taylor in this house, okay? She's not the strongest actress, okay? And I think we all know that. So at the end of the re-recording, when she's doing, <laughs> that's so fun. Sweetie, I love you. I wish. I wish she could just sample her original, but that defeats the purpose. I no. I wish that she just would have done something different. Like I wish she yeah. would have said something else because rather what than it is, create that. What it is, it's, it's, it's not like a, the same it's an type artist of moment in the studio. Like in yes. the studio, she recorded. Now it and was like, it's stay, like stay, this, stay, like... stay. And then she's like, "That's so funny." I, I really wish she would have said something more like, "I'm glad we're doing this" or something like that. That's cute. You know. That's really I thought that cute. would have been that probably That's be nice. better. I my initial thought when I was thinking like of what she's probably saying in the studio now that she's recording, she's like, "All right, fuck this one. Let's move on to the next one." She's like, "I she's doing like four a day. Who, she's like cranking them out. Who she's like, this, is this the shit? Last. <laughs> she's just this like is the last time it. I'm singing this. Last <laughs> time I'm singing this. <laughs> last time I'm singing this song. <laughs> so good. Um." I will say, listening to the good. original version, um, the way she says stay, obviously, three times. Stay, stay, stay. She says it kind of differently each time, but on the third one, like, stay, stay, stay. On that bottom one, she says it, like, with a little bit more breath. And very. it sounds, like, very vulnerable. And it's, it's so, like, her vocal performance on that. Is so, And it's throughout the whole song. Like, stay, stay, stay. Time, time, time. The last one is like very breathy and it feels very honest and like it means something different than the other time she said stay. So she says it three times, but I think she means it in a different way each time where it's like stay, stay, stay. You know, I think I think of it like that. And that makes me like it a little more. And I don't I don't think of it like that. I genuinely think she's like in like this really terrible unhealthy relationship and she's like gaslighting herself and uh, but you carry my groceries so we're good yeah seriously it's like oh yeah no big deal like you literally talk to me like i'm a fucking piece of shit but okay oh and you invalidate my feelings is this about um mr gynecology It has to fucking be. I fucking That's cannot. So I can't. I don't. I don't like this. I don't like. It. No, but I like, genuinely think that like 
she's in a toxic relationship and like she's like i'm gonna throw my phone across the room at you it's like look bitch like do you so want to throw your phone like... at him maybe it's like not he like aggravates you to that point like my boyfriend aggravates me but i never want to assault him i'm just saying <laughs> that's good that's on the record we got that we're good play this in court um <laughs> yeah that was just that was just I was that was premeditated. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah. when I beat the shit out of him, I'm just kidding. Cut all that out. <laughs> so when I beat the fuck out of him, it won't be a big deal. <laughs> so like, oh, this, she didn't want to do that. Is this one kind of like um innocent, where it's kind of like tainted for you in that way, where like you can't see past that? Yeah. A little bit. I would say that I do, okay. I don't listen to it because I don't I don't like being happy and I don't like dancey songs. Mm-hmm. It's not a dance song, but you could frolic to this song. <laughs> you know, I could see like Giselle from Enchanted liking this song. I literally I when I was younger I was like this would make a great montage song, and then there was like a Disney yeah. Channel thing where they actually made a montage to this song. So it's like Mickey really, Lee. yeah, it was great. Good times, oh, iconic. All right, next yeah, we, no, we gotta start booking it. For it. Me. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> next up is all um, right. Bonus round. We'll stop if it's like an important song. Yeah, the last oh, time. I love this. I love this song. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. No, you're <laughs> I great. Fucking you're love just gonna this hate song. me. I, um, that's okay. I really like the song. I actually switched <clears> my ranking around <laughs> after I said it was exactly how I want it to be. I swapped this song with another song that we'll get to but okay. i just prefer i i really like the song i forget how much i like it because it starts really slow okay and i'm not gonna say i like it as much as exile Ex- perhaps. i was gonna say it's, it's very exile you know this song walked so exile could run mm-hmm. but i do absolutely love their their voices together i think the taylor's version is bet is even maybe that's why i like the song so much now because the taylor's version is so fucking clean and it's just their voices are so good together the song she did with gary light and body of uh snow patrol, snow patrol. is that what the band he's in okay yeah. so yeah i really fuck with the song i love the end when it's like this is the last time i'm asking you last time i'm asking you like yeah. i love it's got a good groove back to it. and forth Oh my fucking god, I love it. The fucking bridge of the song when she says, This is the last time I let you in my door. This is the last time I won't hurt you anymore. Like that whole thing. Mm. It's just oh, it's so dry. And you could sit you can kind of hear in his voice like how Oh my god. What did I say, Brian? <laughs> I literally said I'm not We we didn't record it. She was saying if her phone falls during the podcast she's not picking it up so i guess we're just gonna be sitting no, in the I'm darkness oh, no, okay. i hate i'd hate to do that to you for you thank i you. will pick it up thank you but i, I appreciate but it i love how dry his voice is and okay. i'm not gonna say emotionless but you can you can tell like that there's like that little bit of a lack of emotion in his voice and if that's just his voice in general i get that but i really like what that brings to the song Okay, that's you said that very eloquently. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Uh, 
yeah, I really appreciate your input on the song. I don't love it. It's always been like just kind of there for me. Um, yeah. With Taylor's version, somebody pointed this out to me and it bothered me because they do it on Taylor's version. And so for that, I was like, well, then Taylor's version is just so much worse. But then I listened to the original and it's on that as well. And uh, you yeah. were in choir, correct? Yes. So did your choir director ever, like whenever you say like um, this, like everyone has, or this, everyone does this at the same time to like minimize it. Do you want to talk about? I genuinely don't remember that ever being like an issue, but like I'm okay. sure it was. So it's like a thing where it's like if you they'll do like last time I'm asking you this, so that everyone does it at the same time. Okay. Um, yeah. And in this song, this is the last time I'm asking you this. The the s's are all over the place, and it bothers me okay. so much. I never now. know. I don't think I've ever noticed that. And I hope that you don't in the future. And but it well, just it bothers me from like a production ruined. standpoint. Just <laughs> and I thought it was only on it's Taylor's version, but then I listened to the original for this podcast, and I was like, "Fuck, it's there too." And I just never noticed it. Um, there's another thing with like um, you could you could you could changed. be really deep and say you could be really deep and say like that they're just not on the same page and they aren't while they're singing Ooh. the song either. They're just he's in London or something, and she wherever they are. They're just in different countries performing the song. It's like quite interesting. New York. Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's not my favorite. I totally appreciate everything you have to say about it. Um, and the lyrics are Thank good, you. of course. But I'm just it's just not my jam. Um, next up is Holy Ground, which is absolutely my jam. I love Holy Ground. I think it's um it was an underrated song that I feel like people never talked about and then she performed it during the lover era at like the bbc lounge or something and i was so happy it got a little attention there and i've just always loved this song like before taylor's version came out i made a hoodie with the lyrics on it um taylor's version is atrocious i have egregious that's uh, that was the love i put it at y'all know i hate it when people don't sing on beat and what bothers me so much about this one is the original was on beat, but now it's so offbeat and it just, it sounds so not clean. It's not that it's offbeat. I actually mm. don't think with this one, that's the, the lucky one. It's not on beat. It, the entire thing just sounds like it was accidentally shifted a couple beats to the right. Mm. This one, it just doesn't sound right. And it sounds cheap. And it sounds like she did it in one take and was like, that's fine. And like, it wasn't, you yeah. know? But I love this song lyrically, and I love the original. Um, what I have on my hoodie is the second verse, which is spinning like a girl in a brand new dress. We had this big, wide city all to ourselves. We blocked the noise with the sound of I need you. And for the first time, I had something to lose. And I guess we fell apart in the usual way, and the stories got dust on every page. And sometimes I wonder how you think about it now. And I see your face in every crowd, because darling, it was good never looking down and right there where we stood was holy ground and then um tonight i'm gonna dance for everything that we've been through but i don't want to dance if i'm not dancing with you it's it's such a great song um and i i love the first verse because she says um i left a note on the door with a joke we'd made and that was the first day which is so cute 
Um, mm-hmm. It kind of ties into Come Back Be Here a little bit. But I think it's so funny because on the original, it kind of sounds like she says, I left a note on the door with a drug we made. And I always think of that. Because <laughs> I just think it's silly. Um, but yeah, I love this. I love the original version of this song. I think it's so good. How about you? How do you feel about Holy Ground? I feel like I love Holy Ground. Right. There we go. Was that good? That's I good love, for me. I do. I love. I love Holy Ground. Um, the whole tonight I'm gonna dance for all that we've been through, but I don't want to dance if I'm not dancing with you. Mm-hmm. Like mic drop. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's all I really. So but cool. I don't know. I I agree with Taylor's version. Like it is a little bit. It's a little bit off to me. You definitely notice it a lot more than I do. But I always vibe with the song. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. But period. Love All right. It. What about um? I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one because I feel like we're gonna have very different opinions on it. Sad, beautiful, tragic. Take the. <clears throat> so this is the one that I swapped with the last time. Oh. Because they both are they both are very sad songs. Mm-hmm. I moved this one down a little bit, not very much. Like I just I just gave them a swap just because. I definitely prefer listening to the last time to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic because Sad, Beautiful, Tragic is a devastating song. Like, it is a lot, it's a lot slower. A lot, I don't know about the last time, but it is a lot slower. It's a lot more, like, fountain pen than, um, it's a lot more, like, I'm not going to say the last time is not fountain pen, but, like, for sure, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic is, like, one of her first the first songs of hers that are like that's like oh shit this sad the song is like mm-hmm. like it's poet poetry yeah and that's that's my problem with it is because it it fits so well as a poem but i feel like the way it works as a song it just doesn't work for me um right but i'm reading these lyrics and i'm like holy shit like I, that, that doesn't come across in the song it's in dreams i meet you in warm conversation we both wake in lonely beds in different cities and then, and and then my favorite is taking time is taking a sweet time erasing you that's my and favorite you've got line. your demons and darling they all look like me like that whole fucking thing like mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding like that's so fucking heartbreaking yeah my, my favorite lyric is and time is taking its sweet time erasing you mm-hmm. um and then obviously the first verse is Long handwritten note deep in your pocket. Words, how little they mean when you're a little too late. I stood right by the tracks, your face in a locket. Good girls, hopeful they'll be, long they will wait. Which, and, oh, fuck. This, this is about Mr. Gynecologist. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. I, I actually don't know that for sure, but I feel like reading it, like, and, um, good girls hopeful they'll be and long they will wait i feel like that's maybe it's not about him but i feel like that's so taylor like she can't claim that this is written about someone else that's her i don't know y'all i just i don't love the song because i feel like it's just definitely too slow um Mm -hmm. but it's definitely like it is the precursor and it's the reason we got like folklore nevermore so i respect it for that reason i think i have um 
the Taylor's version for this I have is comparable. Um, okay. Is that everything you want to say? Yep. Okay. Next up is the lucky one. I have this one as which is egregious. track thirteen, which is track thirteen, oh, which is my lucky. favorite fact of the song. The lucky one, and thirteen is her lucky number. That's I thought so too. I never put that together. Track. I never. Put I that love together. that. Um, I have Taylor's version of this as egregious because it is. Um, this is the one where it's like she was singing it and it was fine, and then the producer like oh slipped with the mouse and moved the entire track over a little bit to the right. Or her all her vocals over a little bit to the right, so it sounds like she's offbeat for the entire song. And I can never listen to it again because it makes me so violently angry. Um, but That's the original version. Upsetting. Uh, do you did? Are you the one who didn't like the song, or was it my friend? I like the song. Okay, then it was my friend. Uh, well, my other friend. So you're like you're not my friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know my my friend you're just the other one there uh no um but this song i love this song i I never really understood why my friend didn't like it because i think um it's so interesting to hear her sing about the perspective of someone else and kind of sing about this like you know pop diva queen who came had all this success and then just decided that it wasn't for her and left and um, just did what was best for her. And now Taylor reflecting on that being like, they tell this story about you and that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I, f- I feel like I should also disappear, but I can't, or I feel like I can't, or I shouldn't. And I'm glad she didn't. I think this song is really interesting and it's very, um, the last great American dynasty, how it's like all about this yeah, woman, um... but then how it connects to her. It's, that's so interesting. Um, and as we know, The Last Great American Dynasty is one of my favorite songs on folklore. So I, I do like this song. It's not my favorite on the album for sure, but it's definitely like, I like it a lot. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No. All right. You did it. All right. Do you think we can do everything has changed within the next two minutes before Zoom kicks us off again, or should we? Yeah. I don't know. That's up to you because I don't have much to say. Let's let's come back to it. Okay. All right. Let me well, get, then, gather my thoughts. Then we will be right back. This meeting is being recorded. Thank you, Sandra. Okay. So we're going to talk about everything has changed, but we're going to go over it real quickly so we can move on because we're getting tired of this. Um, <laughs> everything has changed is I don't love it. I don't love Ed Sheeran entirely. We talked about it earlier. I like some of his songs, but for the most part, I'm not a big Ed Sheeran fan. Um, I know you, you used to love him. I think you still like him, but you don't like him as much as you used to. Yeah, that's fair. Um, This song, I have it as comparable. I thought it was worse because at the end, there's like a group of people singing, everything has changed. And I was like, that's not on the original, but it is. And I was like so shook. I was like, oh. So I say it's comparable, but it's certainly not my favorite song. I was literally about to say, like, what you what do you mean it wasn't on the original song? I'm like, oh, you just I had never heard it before. You don't care about that song that much. That makes sense. It's always been a skip for me. Understandable. I love this song. I love this song. But that but I really don't have that much to say about it besides like it just is a really cute song. Yeah. Um all I remember is um, green eyes and freckles and your smile. 
in the back of my mind, making me feel like I just want to know you better. And that's cute. But it's like, it's okay. It's not my favorite song. I want to say, like, I don't know we're going to skip over. But I feel like... Like, they could have come up with better lyrics for this song. I think Run is a better song. And I, I know why they didn't do it originally because of the production or whatever. But I, I'm glad they figured it out with Taylor's version because I like that song. I like Run. Mm-hmm. Agree. Um, next up, speaking of skips, uh, for you specifically, Starlight is next. Um, I've known for the entire time I've known you that you do not like this song. Mm-hmm. And when we hung out the other day, I asked you about the opening lyrics to the song. I like the first verse, not the opening lyrics. Um, I always for my entire life thought it said I'm a Barbie on the boardwalk because I'd heard of like Malibu Barbie and I was like oh Malibu Barbie she's dressed like Malibu Barbie great cool the end no not only is she saying I met she's saying Bobby I met Bobby on the boardwalk summer of 45 I was just so shook by that when like Taylor's version came out and people were like, no, these are the actual lyrics. And we're like, what? And she never corrected us. I have a, I have a question. So it's about, it's about Bobby Kennedy. Sure. Okay. So she dated like Connor Kennedy or whatever his name was like that time. So is this like about his family then? Or like, cause he was a Kennedy. One of her ex-boyfriends was a Kennedy. I think one of her ex-boyfriends was also a Schwarzenegger. So, I might be wrong about that. But I'm not, that's not what I mean, but I mean, like, I the, so I thought the song was maybe about, like, a rel- relative of hers, but it sounds like it's a relative of, like, her exes. So that's pretty interesting. Where did you see that it was about Bobby Kennedy? This is on um, Genius. Okay. Yeah, I never, um, I never, I I don't know. I just never really knew that. Um, I know you don't Okay, like she said, I... Taylor said in an interview she didn't know their story before writing the song. Just imagined it by looking at a photo of them. Wow. I should do that sometime. That's a good idea. So they did not meet on the board. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> she just made that shit up. 1945. Well, then the she answer made... is she's a Barbie on the boardwalk. That's the word. And We're changing the lyrics now. The song anyway. is so like weird. I don't like this song. I, I I agree, and it only it only ever hits me when she's like, and teach him how to dream. It feels very like jazzy, like Broadway. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I will say the Taylor's version of this is egregious, horrible, so much worse than the original, like so much worse. And that's just how I feel. Um, next up is Begin Again, which is. I love the song. I never realized how much I love the song until a couple of years ago. And then I realized I love this song passionately and it's so good and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And I can't say enough nice things about it. Yes to everything. This is one of the best closing tracks that she has. It's such a good, like it's perfect to finish this album because this album takes you through so many emotions yeah <laughs> takes you up and down up and down up and down mostly mostly not up and down mostly up from like halfway so it's very like a neutral feeling mm-hmm. 
there aren't very there's not really any happy songs on this album but this song really it's like a reset it's a cultural reset and that's why it's perfect to finish it when i was younger i was upset that it was the album closer because all i'd ever known is like the album closer needs to be like a big but like go out with a bang and then this happened and i was like i don't get it but it makes perfect sense because it's literally about beginning again you know I've been spending the last eight months thinking all love ever does is break and burn and end. And then just casually on a Wednesday in a cafe, I watched it begin again. And that's, I want to start crying. I love this song so much. And it's so beautiful. The accordion, what a choice. And when it was the second single as well, I was so confused because I was like, you're going to follow up that with this. That doesn't make sense. And then she performed it at an award show, but it was a country award show. So it makes perfect sense again as well. And I just love the music video as well. The aesthetic. It is just such an amazing song. And I just, I kind of hate myself for you that I was confused by it when I was younger. Yeah. But it's just so amazing. All that matters is that you appreciate it now. Absolutely. This, this um is not in my top five. I wow. want to move. I want to move it, honestly. But like, I'm very confident with what I have now. Okay. I don't want to move it. But this song, and there's one more we didn't get to yet that are two. That and I almost do. I want to say those are the songs that are like I really. If those were our surprise songs for the Eras tour, I would not be mad at all. I would be very happy about it. Yeah, I don't even I don't know if Begin Again is on the set list, but if it's not, I would love it. Taylor, if we know you're watching. I don't think it I don't think it is, but I don't know. I don't remember. I have or, I haven't looked at it in a while. But yeah. I would just but, love to hear Begin Again live. Mm-hmm. It's it's so it's like my oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um it gives twenty two a run for its money. I'll tell you that. So just to keep my ranking a little interesting, which one is it gonna be? Um, gotcha. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm so I'm so scared. <laughs> um, no, but this one I said um for Taylor's version I said this one was comparable. Um, next up is the moment I knew, which for some reason I said Taylor's version was rough, but I don't remember it being rough. I feel like it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I think it's comparable. I don't know why I put rough, but um, the moment I knew was, I used to. <laughs> with this song like hard i used to imagine like a movie scene where it was like literally slow motion and that i think speaks to her songwriting for sure the picture yeah the older i get the more i because i was always like what do you mean the moment i knew like the whole she's like and that was the moment i knew knew what what? (laughs) not that's not even it it's the moment i knew um as in like the moment was something that she knew instead of knowing was the thing that was happening in the moment so my brain was confused by that when i was younger but the older i get the more i appreciate the song for the less i appreciate the song but i still like it i still respect it and i still think it's production wise so good um it's so dramatic i love i love dramatic absolutely me too that's why i like the song do you have anything you'd like to add? No. It's great. I like yeah. this song. All right. It's good. Well, now on to what I would consider the best of the deluxe tracks. It's Come Back, Be Here. Completely fucking agree. 
Okay. This was the one you were talking about when we were talking about beginning and right. And I almost yeah. do. Yes. If she plays Come Back Be Here at our concert. <clears throat> Feral. I think we all will. I think we'll all just like... I will be screaming, crying, throwing up. The people in front of us will be have to leave because they'll be th- covered in my throw up. My barf will <laughs> blast them. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Take that out. That was so gross. Raina, stop. <laughs> I'll take it out if you want me to, but that was so good. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god so good no but i love this song it's um it is is once again about like the fragility of the beginning of the relationship which i I think i was talking about um holy ground they're very similar in that way to me you hear the dog barking yeah she's she's doing her she's doing her job yeah yeah she's not annoying me or anything um you you said it in a simple way 4 a.m the second day how strange that i don't know you at all we stumbled through the long goodbye, one last kiss, and catch your flight right when I was just about to fall. Whoa, right? I told myself don't get attached, but in my mind I play it back spinning faster than the plane that took you. I'm assuming she's talking about the jet engine, not the actual plane spinning out of control. But um <laughs> Shut up. Um, but it's like, I don't want to miss you like this. I don't want to miss, like, it's it's so fresh and it's so new. But she misses this person in such a way where she's like, you need to come back. You need to be with me right now because I miss you that much. And I can't handle missing you like this. Even though it's so new and it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. I think it's so beautiful. Um, Yeah, easily the best of the three bonus tracks. Should have been on the original album, to be honest. <sighs> Agree. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, it's so good. Oh. You're in London. Breakdown is not there that you're not around. <laughs> I didn't have lyrics up, but like, oh my god, I yeah, fucking no. love that. That's the good lyrics, enough for me. It's fantastic. And then um, to end with a whimper, <laughs> girl at home. Um, Oof. we've. We've talked about the Taylor's version treatment for this one. I definitely, I think it's the only one on the entire thing where I said it was improved. Yeah. Uh, Come back to me here. I also said was comparable. She does that little change up in like the bridge though, which I think is kind of cute. Um, and girl at home is definitely improved uh, because like how much worse could it have gotten? Um, yeah. I don't know. The song is, it's, it's so Disney Channel. Which is funny because I think it's about Zach Efron. Yeah, is right. What I've heard. So that's pretty funny. But it feels so Disney Channel. And I think it was just improved with the production. There's like a little thing that happens on Taylor's version where it's like and it just makes me so happy. It like scratches my brain. Um, so I think his name is Christopher. Whoever um remixed that song, you slayed on that. But yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I wish it was better. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. Agreed. I, like, the la- uh, the original version I did not listen to to prepare for this because I didn't need to. I remembered that it was a flop and that the new <laughs> version is, Much it better. makes it an entirely different song. Yeah. 
And even though Entirely. the lyrics are the same, it feels so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this has been a really fun conversation. Hey, let's jump into our rankings for the first time. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. I'm, um, I'm ready. I'm, I'm definitely ready. My number 19 is Girl at Home. My number 19 is Starlight. Okay. I Shocking, see that right? Too. Yeah, no, I, I knew that was coming. Um, my number 18, my next few are going to put you in the freaking hospital. Okay. Um, sorry. I... My number... <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm going to say something after you say this one. Okay, my number 18 is Everything Has Changed. So my brain was broken last time you told me that, but <laughs> the same time, Everything Has Changed is very low for me. Okay. And I and I don't care. That's mm-hmm. all. I, I like the song, but it's very low. Mm-hmm. My number 18 is Girl at Home. Okay. Sorry, my brain broke for a second there. That's okay. Um, that's okay. My number 17. <laughs> my number 17 is Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. Don't use him to cover you up. <laughs> don't look at Get, me. Leave Mitch out of this. I'm sorry. I cannot. All right. My number 17 is stay, stay, stay. Okay. My number 18 is the last time. I I meant to say 16 if I didn't. I feel like I said 18, but it's my number 16. My number 16 is everything has changed. Okay. My number 15 is stay, stay, stay. So my number 15 is 22. I gotta go to the hospital. I'm sorry. Um, wow. That broke me. Um, all right. My number 14 is I knew you were trouble. My number 14 is I knew you were trouble. Ah! All right. I can't believe you, but I knew you were trouble over 22. Horrid. Um, Okay. (laughs) My number 13 is Starlight. My number 13 is The Moment I Knew. My number 12 is The Moment I Knew. My number 12 is We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Okay. Wow. All right. A lot of pop music hatred in the moment yeah. from your end today. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, My number 12 is The Moment I Knew. Did we already say that? Yes. Sorry. My number okay. 11 is The Lucky One. Number 11 is State of Grace. My number 10 is State of Grace. My number 10 is the lucky one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so close. Um, all right. My number nine. It, th- all right. So my top 10 starting at State of Grace. It it was impossible. I took a break because it's really difficult. And so this yeah. is just kind of what I came up with. I can't be held accountable. The top 10 are just the best songs on the album. Okay. My number nine is I Almost Do. All right, I'm gonna say my nine, my top nine. These I'm very secure in their spots. These were ones I did not fuck with at all. Okay. My number nine is Holy Ground. My number eight is Holy Ground. My number eight is Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. Okay. My number seven is Treacherous. <clears throat> my number seven is Begin Again. Wow. Okay. My number six is red my number six is the last time okay well my number five is we are never ever getting back together 
like ever? My number five is I almost do. Okay. My number four is all too well. My number four is red. All right. Wow. That seems high for you. I don't know why I'm surprised by that. My number three is come back be here. My number three is also come back be here. Taste. And that's where it ends. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and I know similarity. This is that's our the- top two are gonna be so different. My number two is begin again. That's a great. It's a great choice for number. It's two. a great song. I'm not mad about it at all, and I would move it up too. But this is just what I, what I figured out in my brain. Um, yeah. my number two is treacherous. Yeah, taste. Okay, my number one is of course twenty two. My number one is all too well. Yeah, I know. It's it's. I know. It's just that's how it is, though, because yeah. it is like her best song, like one yeah. of her best songs. Like I'm like I know in the end, like it's like wow, Raina, I knew you were a basic bitch, but never did I think it would come. I to never this. said that. No, I know. Recording. I'm just, I know. <laughs> you fucking did. There's no record of that. You fucking did. Go back an hour and a half from now. <laughs> But seriously, though, I there's no there's no, no easy way of ranking this album. No, and I, I will say, listening to it, just because of like my bottom six, maybe five or six, it's not like my favorite Taylor Swift album. I mm. like if I had to say my top three at this point in my life, um, just based off like what I enjoy listening to the most reputation speak now lover that's how i would rank my top three right now and i think those are well lover especially people don't like lover do you like lover yeah i like them it, all I, <laughs> taste no I, just, I, like, <laughs> I like them all i don't I'm not a hater of any, any specific album i just but, like I've, I've seen a lot of like lover hate lately and i just don't get it i love that album well my favorites are reputation folklore and evermore for yeah. sure like those are my favorites well, but I have to be lover in the mood like to has to no them. lover has no skips though. Like let's yeah. not forget, lover has no fucking skips. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say that. Um, but in terms of folklore and evermore, I do have to be in a mood to listen to them. But when I'm in the mood, there's nothing better. Lover like, has nights... one skip. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the game to mind. Lover has okay. a skip. Never Only mind. One. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get to it on that episode. But um Evermore hits like whenever I'm in the mood for it, Evermore is like beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um we don't have an album next week because we're having a game night. Um we have this tradition, if you're new here, every fifteen episodes, so this is gonna be our second one. Every fifteen episodes we have like a little game night where we don't talk about an album. And we kind of just try to have fun a little bit. And just um do something kind of carefree, typically music related still. So we'll see you guys next next time for that, not next week. Next time. We don't know when it's gonna be. Um but it also, was sickling. <laughs> yeah. But we'll also be celebrating our friend diversity, I guess. Wow. Ten years. It's like one of the longest relationships in my life. <laughs> no, seriously, for sure. Literally. You might be you. I think you are like my longest standing relationship in my life, for sure. 
Like besides like family, like I think so, yeah, maybe. They're stuck with my ass. It's up there. If it's not my longest standing, it's definitely up there. Um, for sure. So yeah, well, I will see you next time for that. I'll talk to you sooner, but we'll see them next time yeah. for that. No, we um, will not speak until we record the game. We like we just go in completely blind. We don't discuss what we're gonna do ahead. Brian of time. and I never ever talk. Like this is the only time we talk. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would hate that. Um, I could not. Yeah, no. I talk to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I love you. We love you. Thank you for listening. You. We need you to listen. Yeah. So thank you for that. And rate us five stars. Please and thank you. Um, okay. Well, goodbye. Bye. Bye.